what's up everyone out there? Thanks so much for tuning in to another Addicted Fishing Podcast. It's been a little bit since we've been in here, like always. We kind of like go through waves of us <laughs> doing the podcast, so you're just going to have to deal with it. I was say, it's always a joke. And we're, like, we're like, oh yeah, we're going to do more of them, and then we don't. And then the next time, oh, we're going to do more of them, and then we yeah. don't. <laughs> we're trying to make it maintain consistency but with the covid stuff it was yep. hard yeah. and then we started getting all this nice weather so we wanted to do live feeds on the water so we'll be back in here a bunch we'll still be trying to record them that's hard podcast out there yeah it's hard to we're too busy talking to each other <laughs> exactly exactly anyway thanks again so much for listening guys if you guys want to do us a favor please check out our sponsor in the link below nick wax they're a sponsor of this podcast they make awesome gore-tex protection material gore-tex i mean gore-tex if you guys want me to pronunciate it better. They make this material basically that you can wash your Gore-Tex material or any waterproof material and it helps add waterproofing or restore the waterproofing on your waterproofing clothes. So check it out in the link below. Thanks. Shout out to Nick Wax. Thank you, Nick Wax. Now, we need to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. It's oh my been gosh. forever since we've been in here. Well, we're like right on the cusp of a whole lot of things happening. and I mean, we got a bunch of stuff opening up. Oceans are laying down, steelhead are showing up, yeah. sockeye numbers are ridiculous, chinook numbers are even more ridiculous. Yeah, so if you're an angler out here in the yeah. northwest and it, you're following kind of what's going on, some of the fishing is starting to get really good. There's some seasons that are opening, there's some weather that's getting better. And if you're not in the northwest and you're listening to this podcast, we're going to fill you in on just some of the cool things out here that we get to do the next couple weeks. That's right. I mean, we shoot. I mean, the last three weeks, you know, we're sitting here recording this podcast right on the right on the tail end of the closure in the Columbia River, but with another opener coming up. So, I mean, let's let's talk a little bit about like what's been going on the last few weeks. I mean, shoot. Obviously, we had an amazingly great, awesome, fun to fish sockeye run. Yep. And I mean, it's it, we had three weeks of good fishing, and honestly, like the dam counts right now, we're about eighty percent. Of uh, what they forecasted, I think the forecast was like two hundred sixty-seven thousand. No signs of slowing though. down either. No, no, no I think signs I mean, at that, all. That should trickle down, you know, for another three weeks, and it's still peaking. Mm. So I, th- dude, I think we're gonna blow away that number. Wasn't there one year that they did the same thing, yep. like six hundred thousand returned right, or something? Right, and it was a three hundred thousand fish prediction. Yeah. They got like five hundred fifty. Yeah, yeah, they got those predictions down, don't they? It's hard. <laughs> it's, it's, what I've understood is that it's really hard to predict them. Sockeye yeah. and steelhead, I've been told by a few commercial fishermen and certain scientists, they run deeper and they run faster than most salmon. They kind of run together, so they're hard to track down. Is what I've been told. Not they're they're probably the least known about fish in the ocean as far as those studies and the biology of them once they go out into the ocean where they go. I mean, they so. got to know something about them because they gill nut the hell out of them out there, don't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's when they school well, up. It's, yeah, when, yeah, they, yeah, it's yeah. when they come in. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Oh, let's see. When they're like staging up to come yes. into the river. When oh, they're okay. coming into the okay. bays and up in Alaska and everything. But that makes sense. It's a, I could only imagine it's a hard species to try to predict rather than the coho and the chum and everything else where they really get the numbers close every year. Yeah, I mean, well, they... I mean... Kind of. I mean, they're pretty, I don't know, like, they're pretty good. They, they usually see, like, when a good run's coming, but as far as, like, yeah, them getting the exact numbers, that's tough, because I remember, like, a two one year, they're like, oh, you're going to get, like, a million socket, which is great for that river, and then they got, like, five million. <laughs> yeah. But they saw Whoa. the increase, and so, like, the states, you know, they see these, they see the kind of the trends, and then, obviously, I mean, even, like, back in 2014, like, they predicted good, healthy Chinook runs, and then they ended up with million. amazing yeah. Chinook runs, so... There might be a little bad because sockeye are kind of like, they're kind of like coho, you know, they only go out and they only come back as like one age class. You know, they don't come back as like threes, fours, and fives like some of these Chinook do. 
But the bottom line is there was a lot of fish. Fishing was fan freaking tastic out fun. there. It was a ton um, of fun. It was a lot of fun taking a lot of guys out there sockeye fishing because when it started kind of rolling, you know, I didn't have a lot booked. I mean, we didn't know what the conditions yeah. were going to be. We didn't know like what was going on with with uh, yeah, you totally you know, by the seat of your pants. Dude, there, it I did. But it was great. Packed for three and a half weeks till they shut it down. I mean, because. I mean, first off, half the people out there listening is believe that, you know, they go to Alaska to fish sockeye and then they don't think that they bite, <laughs> which is always the funnest part because I literally had a groups of like, you know, groups of guys that were coming like, I just want to see how you do this because they don't bite. I they don't eat anything. So for you to sell that trip to some people <laughs> over the phone, uh, especially some somewhat experienced anglers when you're like, oh, yeah. we're going to go sockeye fish tomorrow. Well, they don't bite. Yeah, you know, I feel like Wait, where, I where's the way to get that for where, sure. Honestly, <laughs> too though, Cam, I think with sockeye in particular, there really is like you got to be in certain areas, and I've learned that over the years fishing for them because I used to fish for them too back in the day all the time when the runs yeah. were good, and I would not catch very many sockeye. So, and these guys that were in certain specific spots would smash them. Yeah, but I mean, if you look up and down like the banks, like you gotta have the right water temp because there is a certain water temp where sockeye will bite bait, and they will bite bait. They'll bite coon shrimp and spinning glows like it's going out of style. Are we talking warmer or colder? Colder, okay. colder. And these is and and we had we had the perfect storm of temperature, water height, and clarity. I mean, it was it was high flowing and it was cold flowing, and a little bit turbid, but it wasn't like raising and dropping. It was pretty consistent levels. We had. You know, good numbers of fish too, and so those numbers of fish were pushed up on the bank where we could get them. And yeah, I mean, to your point, you're right. We've had bigger runs, but less productive fish. Oh, we might. I mean, we don't really know how this yeah. run's going to shape up, but we've had had good runs with less productive fishing. And I think it's has to do with temperature. You right. get that 63, 64, 65 degree water. Those fish really kind of turn off on that bait bite, and they 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 go. You know, you'll catch more on plugs. You'll catch more on you know spinners and gear like that. Um, at least when they're moving through the lower Columbia, you know, when they get up to those upper reaches, those guys just hammer them when those fish have kind of stopped and they're waiting. But they're waiting. fishing very deep, correct? No, I, I, somewhat, Deeper. somewhat deep. I mean, they're not fishing three foot, they're fishing, foot they're, they're fishing fish that, ha that aren't moving, though. Yes. They're fishing fish that have got to where they want to go and they're content and holding right now and they're just staying in those upper pools. I mean, yeah, there's, there's some good fishing over in Tri-Cities where the fish are moving through and they get a little more condensed up there as the waters get smaller and stuff, but they don't. Yeah, TJ texted me today and oh, said yeah. it was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, he was like, done by 6.15. Yeah. I'm like, is that a record? He's like, no. He's like, I'll break it tomorrow. He said they have 30 <laughs> plus bites. Yeah. I so mean, that's that wad of fish that, mm -hmm. you know, we've been seeing 15,000, 16,000 damn counts. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, I want to go, kind of go back to that, though, because, like, we had, a good, we had these good conditions. We had all this good stuff going on. And we had a forecast that that's what they have to base. They have no other thing to base their numbers on how many we can catch off other than a preseason forecast. It's shot in the dark. We're only allowed to impact them so much. We were allowed to catch 2,700 fish. And because of, like I said, good conditions, lots of fish, uh, nothing else to fish for. Like, and I'm going to stress that enough because I am every single time I see our states post this little thing where they're like, oh, it's really cool that people learned how to catch them. No, pound sand, you freaking morons. It's because sockeye, every single year, is a third-rate fish to summer Chinook and summer steelhead. That's why we caught those fish early. Yeah, we had all the conditions, we had all this, but people targeted them because there was nothing else. 
And I get sick and tired of listening to this where they, oh, they learned how to catch. We didn't have anything start in this sockeye fishery. We weren't fishing any different. Right, exactly. We didn't have the advent of like the 360 flasher, like to Chinook. That changed everything. You know, twitching, you know, uh, bobber doggy even for seal. Like we didn't have this like ground shanking fundamental like change in our we, technique we went from catching them on a spin glow to catching them on a spin glow right right, right. <laughs> nothing changed in that except for that's where the effort went yeah and so when i listen to these state managers go oh yo they just learned you that's really cool that you guys learned how to catch up no pound sand you done no we didn't have a summer chinook fishery the summer steelhead fishery was holding on by a thread and i i mean honestly and it closed too when the sockeye closed because Shoot, we were just going to hammer more sockeye to every. We we're going to catch twenty sockeye to one steelhead, maybe. And so steelhead no. for sure is not going to ever. It's like because our late returning steelhead is even worse. Right, right? it's down yeah. in the dumps. So no, we no we once again we had a situation where everybody went and fished on one thing because it was the one thing open in the area and it was the one thing that was actually productive. Yeah, they do that a lot. Yeah. They do that a lot with our fisheries. I mean, oh, here we absolutely. are again. Let's open four days for summer yeah, Chinook. Right, what right. do you think people are going right. to do? Oh, They're going to go smash on summer Chinook so, for four oh, days. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, let's yeah. open two days for sturgeon. Yeah. What do you think people are going to oh, do? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. I mean, you're ch- they're chasing the opportunity. Yeah. That's exactly and, 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 I don't you know, that's them. the same thing with, like, the rivers, you know, like, the in, in the wintertime, you know, that's exactly what has happened. It, yep. I don't want to divert too much, but a quick I'll just touch on it. That's no. what's happened. That's why people have flooded to specific areas, to certain spots, to certain rivers, because that's where well, the opportunity is. Or certain is. productive systems that yeah. have good broodstock. You know what? It's where pound, the hatchery fish are planted. Pound sand, wild fish, guys. You got no love for me anymore. Like, none. I mean, and, and this these kind of situations just bring that to light over and over and over again. Yeah. So, anyways. Crazy. But yeah, so it was an interesting three weeks. It was fun. For that, we had some great fishing. You know, it was kind of coming off the uh, coming off the end of COVID. We had some awesome steel. I mean, we caught some awesome steelhead. We got, the ones we caught were really nice. Quickly, before you transition, oh. for the people that are wa- listening out there that aren't from the Northwest, I want to know if you guys have any, like, hot-button issues like this. If any of your fisheries, like, political like this or... You know, is there stuff that's endangered that they regulate crazy? Like, it'd be really interesting to know just in other parts of the country, because I know we have some people all over the country that listen to our podcast, or even the world for that matter. Drop a comment. Drop some comments below. Let us let us hear what your opinions are on some of this stuff. And I wanted to let you guys know, too, if you're watching on YouTube, congratulations, because you're one of our YouTube members. Because we are no longer putting the podcast on our YouTube channel. You will only be able to access them on YouTube if you're one of our YouTube members. So if you want to join, be a member. You guys can go do it on YouTube. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a, there's a button that you click that says join membership. You guys can become one of our YouTube members. We put out lots of extra content and lots of extra videos and just perks for all you addicts out there that are continuing to help support us and chase our dreams of just hopefully fishing and making content for all you guys. So, Well, I tell you what, if you're on YouTube, you get to see us sitting on these awesome Kong exactly. as we redo the studio the yet again. Really quick, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. So guys, if you're not watching it, listen to this story real quick so over the years of the podcast we've tried to like come up with new ways to like change it and make the feel of it better so the last change we made ended up turning out way too like let's just say it for what it is casting couch status it looked like we were getting ready to form a little <laughs> stop, video. stop yeah. stop <laughs> episode 150 of bang bros but, oh we, <laughs> but we got rid of the couches now and we're in the process of moving it back to a table with like a round table we're gonna go back to a, oh gosh. we're gonna go back to a round table 
and you know with some chairs around it because I got a lot of feedback from you guys in the beginning that you guys actually preferred that setup. So that's where we're going to go to. So if you get if you're watching us on YouTube, just know these Kongs that we're sitting on are not going to be the final the final uh, studio. Thank heavens. Thank heavens. Yeah, they're not very comfortable. Either. And after we do that for a little while, we'll be like, you know what? We need to make another studio. After we'll we do that, that, I'll build a huge shop. The 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 oh, there we go. One Perfect. But huge shout out to Kong because even though they're not comfy to sit on, they're good to use for fishing. Oh, yes, they are. Yes, yes. So what else is going on? What? So Summer Chinook's the big thing yeah. on everyone's radar. Yeah. What yeah. are you going I'm, out? If you, are you going Summer Chinook fishing? Not one day. What? Nope. Not one day. You're going to be in the ocean. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is like, so before they announce, you know, that's the you other thing. You mean you're going to skip four days? Five days. Five days? No, I'm going to be, but oh. I'm going to go with a, well, <laughs> I'm going to go where I can kill all the summer Chinook yeah. too. That's the other problem is like, you know, it's, it's a hatchery of fish only and, I mean, that sounds to, so terrible. To, to be fair, what's that? The way you put that sounds so. Oh, like, I'm just going to kill them all before you guys awful. get them. Awful. Like, yeah. Yep. I'm going to. I don't care anymore. Can't wait to get out in the ocean and kill all these yep. wild Chinook. They're all going to die, too. Like, just listen to it. Like, I'm, I'm using bait. I'm going to gag them all. Like, they're dead. Every one of them. I'm going to take but pictures. You know I'm going to take beautiful pictures of those beautiful wild fish and let them go yep. to their reds. And, and I'm going to take beautiful pictures of beautiful wild fish as they're bleeding to death in my fish box. You're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, like the problem with to guiding, yeah, to be fair, <laughs> letter candy guys. <laughs> but to be, damn it, <laughs> gosh. Anyways, so moving on. Uh, yeah, so. Unfortunately, the way they, they, these seasons kind of pop up like this, like if I'm doing any kind of planning and I'm looking at long-range forecasts, I've had to cancel. You know, I had I was supposed to be on the ocean, you know, the first three or four days this week. I had to bump all those because, you know, it's just too rough, not even worth not even worth my time going. It ain't fun. I don't care how big your boat is. Even the one guy went out and he smashed a limit of cohos like in a quick hot minute. That. He killed ten super fast. So, but we're looking at um, we're looking at a softer ocean starting Friday, and so from Friday on. I just stacked everything with ocean. And you're with doing ocean. bottom fish and coho. Bottom fish, coho, chinook. chinook. Yeah, chinook. I think one of those days the guys even wanted. They're from out of town. They wanted to catch some sturgeon too. So we'll do a little. Are bit you of gonna troll some super baits? Troll some anchovies? Yeah, like, out there? I think this is gonna be the year where I might just say, you know, right now since there's not a lot of guys fishing, that it, it might be kind of difficult to get uh, fresh anchovy right now. So I, I was kind of calling around today. But honestly, man, the, just with how good we're getting with super baits, yeah. I mean, I, this might be the year where I just say, screw it. I'm not even going to buy a bag of bait. I know guides that I fish with. All the, You're going up fishing with one in yep. a couple weeks and a couple days even and uh, where they just don't buy bait anymore. And, you know, bait's a variable. Like, you don't have control over that. Sometimes you get good bait. Sometimes you get soft bait. Sometimes you get big bait. Sometimes you get little bait. And if you can figure out a game where you can be productive at fishing where you don't have to buy bait. And I think this might be my transition year. I just really do. So I'm full artificial. Just going full artificial. I'll bring, you know, canned tuna. And I might, I mean, I, to be honest, I have a ton of Springer bait <laughs> that I did not use. Yeah. So I've got tons of herring. So I'm just going to kind of go into it like that a little bit and see if the, see how that works. But no, I'm not going to. Well, Nick's a full-on. I mean, Nick hasn't bought an anchovy. I mean, he doesn't rarely uses anchovies. He's all right. herring down there. Right. So, it's funny. All you different guides down right. there, you all have your but own all, like right, things. Right, right, right. Ryan, Ryan mash, mashes them on that. I, I'm an anchovy guy, and like I said, and I, and I'll, I'll fish the tournaments, and so I, I know where I'm getting in these tournaments. And, you know, so you run it, you, and and that's why I've done it for. You know, 16 years. So it's like, okay, that's just what. Yeah, I but do. the term. I mean, but, you can use the tournaments as a factor, but at the same time, dude, it's. To, 
you're just a good fisherman. Like it doesn't, the bait makes obviously a little bit of difference, but like I've been fishing out there with you using the exact same baits, the exact, and sometimes you'll just mop the floor with me. You know, you get, you it's get, you boat get. control, it's speed, it's knowing where to fish, it's knowing the depths, it's knowing how to, there's so much of that factor that when you're not out there every day like you are, you just learn so much. No, and there, to be, that is, that, damn it, you almost tell you, now you're going to catch me to every fair, time. Right? To, be I like, no, to be absolutely correct, that, that is true. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. and not that I'm a good fisherman, but like you get those daily stuff. You know, you get to see the patterns develop. Don't let him develop. discredit himself, addicts. He knows. But I know really good fishermen that do it without buying bait. Yeah, no. And there's and days. Last year. There's days that I try to go to the ocean where, like, oh, I forgot to order bait the night before. So then I go and I get bait, and it's like, and it's cruddy, and it's or it's big, or it's too soft. Like, it's another variable to a guy. Well, mm -hmm. if you fish the brads, you know what? Every day I show up, it's that same damn gang. And if I can just fine tune that a little more, like Ryan and Case and some of these other yeah. guys have it down. Why spend the extra? I mean, I'll spend fifteen hundred bucks on bait a season, you know, July and August. I mean, shoot. And then I don't. But then you know, there's also those other things where it's like, okay, well, they can't really strip a Brad super bait off the line. That's the other like, thing. You're in like a hot bite, right? You're yeah. a hot bite. You're in weeds, and so I transition. I go back and forth between bait and super baits out in the ocean. We filmed an awesome addicted life where I took TJ last year, and first day we fished bait. Got them by 9 o'clock out in the ocean. Second day we fished bait. Got them by 9 o'clock out in the ocean. But we caught way more fish. We, we got a bunch Second of... Second day you fished super baits. Right. And we got... But we also got a ton of wilds. Like, we yeah. caught more fish. What I want to see is one day where you run three rods with anchovies and three rods of super baits all yeah. day side by side and we see what does better. Right. And, yeah, it's, it's a and little... And be honest with it. Like, show it. If bait wins, it, it wins. Yeah. It is what it is, I but like I think you, can't, you can't. You can't do it. But see, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. You can't do it like day in and day out. And what I've kind of figured out, you know, working with the guides that I work with uh, down there, is is there's certain tides and certain series of tides that were like the faster current and the harder currents. I think it's better to use just triangle, like you know, yeah, you know, yeah. no drag and fish bait. Not to say that I couldn't switch that herring over to a super bait. Um, I'll do that a lot out in the ocean. But you told but, me that one guide, well, Ryan is like. On on those big tides, he's running. Yeah, like a yeah. I think, but I'm talking to him, and I think you know, I think there's something there. Like if you're fishing in the meat of like a really hard tide, if you're not finding softer water, and you're not finding, if you're not finding that that, that you you got to be a little more particular. How yeah. about that? You got to be a little yeah. more particular where you're fishing three sixties and super baits. That makes sense. That um, makes sense. Or spinners. If you yeah. guys are out there listening, you're like, what the heck are these guys talking about? We're talking about in Astoria, Oregon, yeah. right at the mouth of the Columbia River, basically. You can go out in the Pacific Ocean. It's very, very good salmon fishing. Or you can stay in the river in certain times of the year, and it's really, really good salmon fishing. So that's the kind of, that's the, what we're talking about with all these different techniques that we're debating over here. And it's kind of like, you know, the, what we refer to as the buoy 10, you know, yeah. store in river fishery. It's kind of like our Super Bowl. I mean, exactly. So it's, it's always fun to kind of, you know, everybody's down there. I mean, there's hundreds of guides, thousands of boats. I mean, it's it's a party, but it's where all the fish, you know, right it's now. It's a ton I'm of fun. Yeah. And right now, you guys have probably seen episodes on Addicted Life on that stuff. But I tell you what, like, all those fish, though, they, they come down the coast and they come to the Columbia. And before they go in, guess what they do? They sit off that Columbia River and feed for a month. Mm -hmm. And it's a whole different ballgame when you're fishing for salmon that are actually feeding. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, it's something aggressive. exciting to talk about. It opened for Coho. Uh, it opened for Coho last weekend. It opened Chinook the week before. But our ocean has just been 
it's been super sloppy. The weather has just been terrible. The wind, a few guys have snuck out and they have found productive fishing, but rough conditions. And I think, you know, on the eve of this, uh, on the eve of heading out there when we're, you know, recording this podcast, it's, I mean, the next 10 days look just freaking amazing. So I think you're going to see a lot of fish pictures coming up. Awesome. <laughs> That's going to be good. We need that. We need that. We need some positivity in our worlds. For yeah. sure. I'm going to be out there for, I'm unfortunately, I guess not unfortunately, I'm just kind of sad by it, but I'm going over east to fish the, that Brewster area. I don't think we're actually fishing Brewster. Though. No, you're not. We're fishing like wells. Maybe. You don't know where? I know where. Oh. Regardless, we're fishing over there somewhere. <laughs> for below, below wells. For sockeye yeah. and, and chinook. But um, that just opened for two chinook and two sockeye. I wonder how far I'm going to have to drive then, because he had me get a place in Chelan. It's five and a half hours from here. No, I know, but where are we fishing in comparison oh, to Chelan? That I don't know. Because originally, you know, we were fishing Brewster. Mm -hmm. That's what he told me, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm Basically, what we're talking about now, guys, is all the Chinook and the sockeye that we've been beating up down here for the last three weeks have moved up into the upper reaches of the Columbia. And now that the run is showing real strong and um, they're, they're, they're liberalizing a lot of the limits up there and they just announced... Hours just ago. one day, though, Hours Saturday, ago. for Chinook only. That's what he told me. That's what he texted me. It's only one day? That's what he said. He said we did, Chinook opens Saturday. No, I think it opens and stays open. Because just we got were, the word opens for Chinook on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, it, stays, it, yeah. Open. stays open. Stays yeah. open. Yeah, because once they pop. Money. So 4th yeah. and the 5th, I'm going to be bumping right. summer Chinook and soft yeah. and, and you're allowed, so, so, and, and the limits are weird. It's like you're allowed up to 6 salmon, of which you can have 2 adult hatchery Chinook and Two adult sockeye. So you have four salmon. So you have four salmon. That makes me a little bit more excited to yeah. go over so there. That's now. Really I was cool. so sad because they opened the Lower Columbia Summer Chinook Fishery, which is one of my favorite fisheries that there is. We do a lot of like where we run the wobblers off the mm -hmm. bank, and it's a blast. It's one of my favorite fisheries. And so I was like sad they opened it. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna go troll for like 14 inch sockeye, <laughs> and I can't even catch these giant summer chinook. But well, no, Ryan, it's all right. Ryan, it's something Ryan, different. We'll dig them up for you. Yeah, Ryan's a good fisherman, so it's gonna be fun. We're gonna go up there and do that. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which is what the six, six, seventh, and eighth. Six, yeah. seventh, and eighth. I'll be out there every day summer chinook fishing for sure. What are you going to do, Jordan? Guide? I'm going to guide and uh, go fish all the places everybody disappears from. Right, no, no kidding. Yeah, you should have a lot <laughs> of that stuff to yourself. You know, that's kind of what I was excited about with a lot of this. You know, it's a, obviously I'm going to come out there and fish with my buddies. but Oh, we'll be out there in the afternoon you know, for sure. It's it's one of those things where kind of the, the highlight of these openers and these things is it's something we always talk about is spreading people out mm -hmm. it's taking giving opportunity to people in certain areas and in other areas and it's taking the pressure off of all these small rivers and all these you know these tributaries that come into the columbia all the way up i mean all the way up the systems you know you know we're hearing of all these bubble areas that are being shut down and, and all these closures and where you know people that live over east or, or out west or whatever that they literally can't fish they don't have anywhere to go now so getting these little openers is, is great and Hopefully we keep seeing the numbers we do, so they keep giving that to us, and it'll take the pressure off these areas that need somewhat of a little break. Exactly. You know? But that's exactly. gonna be my gig: fishing with you guys in the afternoon, guiding all morning, trip fishing. Yep. How's trip fishing been? Let some of these people yeah, out there. Some what, what's, what's, yeah, man, it so just far? kicked off. Wipe the, wipe the sweat off up. my brow. July first. Last week of June. Said for Last like week of June. Not where we're talking. Oh, about. It's ever. Yeah, exactly. But it really did. You know, we got from from. 
you know, down towards Astoria, clear up to Bonneville Dam, every river in between is getting a catchable amount of fish. Um, again, pressure semi-low. We're not seeing a ton of people out there because there's other places to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's numbers, you know, like there, the last few days I, I had a smile on my face, you know, it was, it's, uh, haven't seen that many fish around this time of year for a couple of years now. And, uh, it's a big relief, big sigh of relief, because normally I'd see this in June, you know, mid-June on, we'd start seeing these Chinook and these Steelhead show up, you know, on all the, say, Mount Hood tributaries and at Southwest Washington trips. Um, this year, of course, we didn't get a springer season in Southwest Washington, but starting to see pods of fish and like, you know, big groups of fish throughout the day and catching a few fish. I mean, it's not lights out. We're not limiting every day, but we're catching fish and we're enjoying their time out there. And most of all, the conditions are just so perfect. That's Everywhere. what I was noticing. Yeah. We have such a great snowpack this year. Cold, and, and these the, cold, we're still getting rain rain today. Yeah, in July, yeah. I know. Yeah, it's oh. fantastic. And it's just, and even on the nice days, it's gloomy and it's rainy and misty in the morning. You got eight hours of good fishing time before the sun comes out and you strip the clothes off and go out plunking all day and, and on, the, on the big river. Or, you know, but I think for everybody out there that likes beating the banks for summer steelhead or, or spring chinook, um, we're we're looking at a good July. July is what a normal June would be. Um, that's what I'm seeing. So hopefully, I I honestly think it's going to carry well over into August. You know, when everybody heads down to Bowie Tan, all these dudes that don't go down that there a lot. Every year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I think we're gonna. You know, and yeah, hopefully usually Coho if, if not you guys, for it, I mean, but, if you guys don't know that, you know, typically once. You know, mid by mid August, every single tributary in Washington and Oregon that gets any it has the peak of their run. Yeah, yeah. there's fish yep. in all of them. Yep, there's fish in all of them. So, so looking, I mean, loving that. Super, super grateful for it. You know, I've had a lot of fun out there. I, I've never done that sockeye fishing out in the Columbia, but you know, with a little help from my friends, been out there and I never once got skunked. That was yeah. that was great. You yeah, know, really cool to get to enjoy that, and it's been a fun spring so far. Usually, the fun of the whole Columbia thing and on the bank, one of the best parts for me is just being out there with your buddies on the beach. You're talking to all sorts of people and hanging out, eating dogs food, playing, snacking, and the dogs yeah. are around, and then the fish are just bonus. And when fishing's really good, then it's a blast out there. It's yeah. crazy good. So, well, cool. I think we got anything else we want to freaking roll on this podcast before we kind of transition over. We've got a live feed to, to no, do tonight. Right. we got a really, really special announcement in the live feed tonight. But I think we're going to – should we tell these people or should we make them come over to the live feed and watch it? Well, by the time they're – Well, yeah. I mean, they're going to have to go watch it when it gets published. Oh, I think they should all go watch it. Yeah, that's what I think too. Because we may well, because typically we do these kind of announcements on our live feed. So if you guys didn't know, you're listening to our podcast every single Wednesday. We do a live fishing show. We may be out fishing on the water, or we may be in the studio just talking fishing. And tonight we're going to make a really cool special announcement of a new partner that we just signed on with, and we're excited about it. So if you guys want to know more about that, go tune in and watch some of our live feeds. A lot of them are still on Facebook and all that stuff, so you can go back and watch any of them. There's some really good information in them. Um, we did our summer merch drop. If you didn't know about that, then you are under a rock because I promoted the heck out of it on like every channel that we that we distribute content out to. So if you didn't know about it, I'm sorry I failed you guys. But summer merch is out now. A lot of it's already sold out, honestly. But we still do have a lot left as well. There's lots of sweatshirts and t-shirts, lots of cool hats. And there's still some stuff on there. So if you want to go get yourself some merch for the summer, check it out on our website, addicted.fishing. Ooh, some other exciting news. We can tell all the podcast people out there. You know how I've been trying to get addictedfishing.com for like years? There's a guy that owns it. He's in Florida. His name's Captain Richie. 
He's, he's got a guide service called Adrenaline Fishing. Well, years ago in like 90s, like back in the 90s, he went and bought like AdrenalineFishing.com, AddictedFishing.com, like every single website you could ever think of, right? Mm -hmm. And he just happened to buy AddictedFishing.com. Well, he called me today because I sent him an email like two months ago and he randomly called me today and said, hey, I'll sell you that domain. So now I'm gonna awesome. buy. It. I'm gonna buy that domain from him finally, and we'll own addictedfishing.com now and addicted.fishing. So it'll be good. It'll be a good thing. I think. I was gonna say, Mike, I don't think that slows us down at all. Though. It doesn't. But I want <laughs> addictedfishing.com. I want that domain. Anyway, little side, little little behind the scenes actions for all you people. But still, fishing. go to addicted.fishing. Yes, but still <laughs> go to addicted.fishing. Anyway, again, shout out to our sponsor. Sponsor of this podcast is Nick Wax. As you guys know, if we didn't have all these partners, and most importantly all you fans out there that follow us we wouldn't continue to keep doing this we're making it and making all this content for all you guys so thanks so much for the support we appreciate it i think that's all we're going to say for tonight we will catch you guys later and see you on the river see you Bye guys everybody. out there